Bush and Richie here with another podcast. And, and this is an interesting show because we're about to put a proposition to you that we hope that you can help out with. I haven't thought about I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm neglecting our podcast listeners, but we we put a proposition out to you in today's show. Yeah. We feel the proposition has been well received on the live show. Yeah. But obviously, you guys have got to come at this as well. We could have a whole army of people interested. Now, we just want to make this very clear. This is not a proposition in the Robert Redford indecent proposal <laughs> type sense. This is some kind of group activity. Actually, that does still sound weird. <laughs> Sounds worse. But have a listen for yourself. If you're up for it, get in touch. We'll tell you soon how you can apply for it. And you never know, because you guys are impor- as important as the people who listen live on the show as well. So mm. hopefully we could be meeting you very, very soon. It looks like it. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. I uh, hope you had a good weekend. Uh, who can't have had a good weekend with the weather we had? The weather particularly on Saturday. Oh, yes. Summer's here. It is, isn't it? I think it is here. Saturday evening, I'm sat on my patio and the air is thick with the smell of barbecue. That's one way you know summer has arrived. Definitely. When the air is thick with barbecue. Secondly today... Wimbledon's underway. It, that kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it, Wimbledon? It did it come out of nowhere. Up. Hi, remember me? Summer's here. Summer's here. But for me, you know it's summer when the top of my backside has its first sunburn. <laughs> oh, my. Because uh, you were painting a wall, weren't you, the weekend? I was painting a wall at the weekend, <laughs> but unfortunately... <laughs> Dare I ask? <laughs> no, we... It's... I hope there are going to be a lot of gentlemen who will understand what I mean here because the paunch yeah. means that the waistband means that um, the back wants to drop down a little bit. Okay, yeah, it's physics. From where it naturally should be. It's physics. You end up getting a, a bit of a burn at the top of the backside. Uh, this is a side thing. If we could come up with a technical term for that, that would be great. Just so we know what it is if it's mentioned in the future. There may be some more graphic ways of describing it, but I decided to preserve my radio career. On, on behalf of everyone, we do appreciate that. I love the fact you're whitewashing the wall, though. It's like the Shawshank Redemption <laughs> weekend, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, really, yeah. So, for me, you know it's summer when the top of my backside has had its first sunburn. Can, can I throw one in? Of course you can. Just to slightly take us off this <laughs> particular mental image. Uh... For me, you know it's summer when you sleep one leg out the bed. Oh, yeah. One leg out the bed. Yeah. Cooling down. The international way to cool down. Good or, shout. Uh, you know summer's finally here when a shirtless bloke with bad tattoos and body odour gets on your bus. Do you then flip it to get the other leg out? So that you've got both legs out? Or well, you put no, the other so one back in again? So cooling. <laughs> Sometimes I do, Richie. You know, who knows? Questions. I'm a maverick. It's just how I roll. So complete the sentence. You know it's summer when. 8, 12, 15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Show with Bush and Ritchie. On a Monday afternoon, we come bearing gifts. You can win your way to the brilliant Cool Britannia Festival thanks to 10 weeks of tickets after half five. First of July, there's no getting away from it. The weather at the weekend, Wimbledon's on. You know it's summer. But you know it's summer when? How are you defining it? Uh, You know it's summer when my right arm is browner than my left arm through driving, says Dan the Kitchen Fitter. Ah, the classic driver's suntan with that window down. Trucker's tan. Do, yes, do you drive? It. Do you drive in an arm on the window like that? I've never driven like that before in my entire life. Some yeah. people just do it as standard. I do. What is that? It's being relaxed. Is it just completely being it's at being ease with the vehicle? and in control. Being at one with the vehicle. Uh, there's quite a lot of texts and tweets coming on about uh, trying to define... The, the kind of burn that you got based on... The top of my backside. Yeah. So people have been trying to classify what it is. Spike says, I think you'll find Richie's got what's known in the business as a singed cleft. <laughs> <laughs> Apologise if you're sat having your tea. 
Uh, John says, that's your bacon belt, guys. I think I prefer that one. <laughs> bacon belt. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. For Dave White, he says there's no fans left in the shops. Oh, yeah. Uh, for Jim, he says you wake up and sneeze 20 times before breakfast. Hate hay fever. I feel like hay fever's getting worse. It's claiming more victims. And what, what have we got in terms of a cure? Currently, the best cutting-edge cure we've got is going to a pharmacy and buying a machine where you stick crystals up your nose. <laughs> is that where we're at in 2019? Touchwood, or touch formica, whatever this is. Um, never had it. Really? Never had it. Oh, that must be amazing. I, honestly, I've, I've had so many terrible, like... I remember doing all my GCSE exams with that kind of squished-up, wet tissue, because you... you know, I reckon your IQ halves when you've got... Um, I'm really stupid when I've got hay fever. It makes you feel more stupid. Do you have it a lot? <laughs> all right, all right. Is that how we're going at 23 minutes past four? Just had to ask. We'll, be, we'll do more texts and tweets about your, your bacon belt, for the bloke said. <laughs> Uh, Linda says, uh, you can tell it's summer when there's a puddle in your bra. Okay. You having that? Yeah, I have to take uh, Well, I've not added myself. Um, uh, Nick, in, let's move on. Go let's back to the on. bacon belt. Um, uh, Nick in Surrey says, maybe a more polite term for Richie's sunburnt bum would be a rare derriere. What a lovely way to put it. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. You're listening to Absolute Radio on a Monday. It's home time. This weekend, we've got the solution to help you find what to watch. The big Sky Cinema movie debate is taking place on Friday. Our movie lovers squad includes Dave Berry, Pete Donaldson, Alex Zane and the team from Empire Magazine. Uh, they're going to be answering your questions about movies. So head on to Twitter uh, between 5 and 9pm this Friday and Saturday uh, to join in the big Sky Cinema movie debate. Sky Cinema is a new premiere every day, so you'll find someone to watch whatever the mood. Summer is the mood. Summer is the mood, isn't it, Richie? But how do you define that summer is underway? You know it's summer when. Complete that sentence. Uh, on text 8, 12, 15, you know it's summer when the stalls selling strawberries pop up on A-roads everywhere. I love... What, what are those guys doing the rest of the year? That's what I want to know. Where are they? They go to ground? Are they the same people who do the flowers by the roadside? Have you ever bought roadside flowers? That's, that's the definition of panicking, isn't it? I've never done that. Definition of panicking, that. <laughs> Where are these guys in the, in the rest of the year? Uh, we've had two tweets about the same topic. The team from the Leeds steampunk market and Mark Ellison both say the rain gets warmer. Now, is that scientifically correct? I don't know if that is true. I've never temperaturised rain. I think that is the correct phrase for it. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. But no, it can't get... It's not warm. It can't warm up up there and then drop down, can it? Do you know what I mean? Actually, no, maybe it does, because cold rain's hail. But in the middle is just normal rain, though, right? Sure, I surely Sleet. it's all... That's a good point. We need, we need a, a rain range. I should have thought this one through. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm just doing a little chart. I'll come back to you. Do it. This one finally might have nailed it. You know it's summer when the milkshake machine at McDonald's is broken. Perfect. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I just want to get my apologies in now. I'm not in tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. I'm on a mission. But it's an exciting day you've got tomorrow. It's a bit different, I'll give you that. It's uh, I'm doing, weirdly, uh, the voiceover for a catering and hospitality awards ceremony. Just how I roll. 
Uh, called the Katie's, quite prestigious, just been on the website, very glitzy and glamorous. It looks very glitzy, yeah. At the Grosvenor House Hotel, but I'm the voiceover guy, so you know when, when people come up to the, the stage at, like, the Oscars or whatever, yeah. and they, they have that some bloke off stage going, uh, the judges thought that this film showed incredible insight into the, uh, you know, that's that's going to be me off the, off the side, do you know what I mean? So congratulations to Joe Bloggs, yes. their third consecutive Katie, well, that, that, they, that kind well, of thing, they, I, I, I'm guessing. That's pretty damn good, that's what I'm going to be doing, uh, but obviously... I need to be on it tomorrow. Do you know, I want to impress because I, I could I could turn up with Chucky Bottoms on because no one's going to actually have a look at me. So it's in the evening. So that's why you, you need to be prepared for it. In the yeah, evening. it's in the in the I evening. So I need to prepare. I need to get myself ready on point. Uh, but obviously, it's about catering and stuff like that as well. So I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm an authority uh, on cooking as you would have seen if you follow me on Twitter when I was left <laughs> home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Did waffles think, and beans. I think there is a way that uh, that us. And the home time listeners can can help you be match fit for tomorrow if you're okay. prepared to have a have a little play with this. What we like can a friendly, do, like playing a friendly to get match fit. Exactly, is we could we could get people to get in touch with their name. Okay. And what is the best dish that they cook? The dish that they're most proud of. They dish do. they're most proud of. Yeah. yeah. And maybe the little twist that they put on it. Yep. So, for example, I might get in touch. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. say my name is. Richie from Hertfordshire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I make a, a chicken and bacon uh, risotto. Okay. And what I do is I'm not shy with the parmesan. Okay. Cool. So, and then you. So if, if if that's the information I gave you. Yeah. You then have to practice imagining I've just won the award for best risotto or something. I don't know. Uh, so Richie's parmesan based lasagna or risotto has uh, been a favourite here at the awards, and this is Richie's third nomination. There you go. Yes, I'm feeling it already. I'm feeling it already. Right, let's help him out. Eight, twelve, fifteen. You can text. We can tweet us at Absolute Radio. So what did we, we decided on name? Name. The dish you're most proud of. Yes. And how you do it slightly differently. A little bit of a twist that makes it uniquely yours. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I'm the voiceover at a catering, catering awards ceremony tomorrow night. Just just how things pan out in my strange life. Uh, but you guys are helping me get match fit by listing your name, the best dish that you cook, and what twist you do to it to make it unique. So I can do the little voiceover bit when they walk up to stage and get their awards or whatever. We're going to help you. So uh, we'll start you off with uh, this... Uh, that has uh, come in from Sarah Meringolo. Good name. Okay. That's a great start, isn't it? Good start. Uh, she says, my signature dish is pasta disaster. That's <laughs> what she calls it. Secret right. ingredient is anything found at the back of the fridge. So it's very honest about it. Very, so, she's uh, very honest. I like that. So if you can take that into your voice of the gods style. So imagine this. Sarah's walking up to stage. Maybe she's won or come second or whatever. No offence, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> Sarah's unique take on pasta impressed the judges with its unpredictability and proves that you don't need a plan to make great food. That's very good. That's good, isn't it? That's very good. Give right. Sarah a big round of applause. Well done, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, Congratulations yeah, yeah. On, your, uh, on your bronze. It's almost like she has one. You've taken her down uh, two more places <laughs> from how this started. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Obviously, we will miss you for one day, but we will gratefully loan you to this catering awards. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. And we're, we're going to help you by um, by getting these uh, these dishes that are done by the army of Hometime listeners, uh, and you will announce them 
in your voice of the God style. Imagine them walking to the stage through loads of tables where other people have sat with dinner jackets and hoping that they won, but in fact these people have won. So I've been asking you to get in touch with your name, what you make and uh, how you make it that's special. So let's start Some you lovely off stuff coming in. With uh, Paul Raisons. Uh, he makes a tornado steak and he says his secret is he doesn't cremate the meat. Third nomination on the trot for Paul, known for his tornado steak, the judges said that the fact that he didn't cremate it was what impressed them the most. Congratulations, Very Paul. Very good. Uh, Maria Cook, with her red-hot chilli con carne, she uses a whole tube of chilli tomato puree and says always have a loo roll in the freezer. <laughs> the judges were impressed with Maria's chilli con carne. They said that she never failed to make them smile with comments about needing to put their loo roll in the fridge. Well done, <laughs> Maria. And finally, the dessert category has not really been touched yet. We haven't got anywhere near desserts, have we? Bryony uh, in Peterborough uh, does a fantastic butterscotch angel delight, but she crumbles a flake on top of it. Oh, that's good, isn't it? A gold medal for Bryony, who proves that eating like a ten-year-old child can still hit the right notes in a modern catering awards. <laughs> Congratulations, Bryony. Good luck tomorrow. I think it's going to be okay. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Introducing the West End show the critics are raving about. Home Time, the musical, featuring a cavalcade of classics like... It's week eight of ten weeks of tickets, my dear. We'd love to send you to see Keem. There's the crowd favourite. Text the studio. 8, 8, 12, 15, text us right now. The uncompromising British Transport Social Police. I just can't believe that people sit with their feet on the seats of trains and coaches. It's a liberty. And the rousing knockabout jukebox. Hey, your favourite feature, it is time for the jukebox. Home time with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio on a Monday night, and we forgot to mention earlier on, Richie and I are doing this show this evening whilst enjoying a lovely little drop of our second week of a show squash. What's this one, Richie? It's Fruit Creations with twice the fruit, zesty orange and mango. Lovely taste to it. And it do you know what is. it reminds me of? Having a little sip of that, it's like... Go on. I'm seeing the notes of... Uh, being extremely hyperactive, about 10 years old, playing football in an overly polished church hall with a sponge football. <laughs> I can see that. Heavy sponge football. Interesting you say that. Playing football, did you say? I did indeed. Yeah, this is exciting. Do you remember last week on the show, you, in fact, were talking about the concept of sneaking in sports. I think you, you saw, like, a, a lunchtime league. Yeah, there's this lunchtime league where people play a, like a half-an-hour game because they clearly haven't got time in the rest of their hectic lives to do any sport. So they sneak in a football match at lunchtime. So you may remember us talking about this and kind of mourning our very own five-a-side football careers because now that we're doing home time, there simply is no time in the evening for us to play five a side. And when we put the song on afterwards, we both went quiet for a little bit and looked out the window because it dawned on the pair of us that that might be it for our football careers. Because we can't play at lunchtime because we're getting ready for work. Oh, absolutely. We can't play in the evenings, we just finished work, we're still travelling home. Which left us with only one time in the day <laughs> that was left to play football. And this is where our great idea comes in. That's right, we're thinking, right, we're going to put on a game of football in the morning, but we mean kind of breathtakingly early in the morning. 
so that people who can't play football anymore, for whatever reason, family, work, life's got in the way, we can all get together for just a one-off, like a showpiece game in the morning, and we can finally get to have a kickabout. Exactly. You might have pent-up kind of, you know, restless leg energy because you can't play sport anymore and you want someone to just throw a ball for you. Yeah. That's what it feels like. I want to put on my tracksuit bottoms again and dive around and give myself carpet burns on AstroTurf because I was a fantastic five-a-side goalkeeper until this guy in and the then way. this got in the way this exactly. show got in the way no yeah. offence to this show but no. it did do you know what I want to do I want to be the first person on the pitch kick the ball and run after it just as you're getting set up on a game <laughs> yeah. I love empty pitch kicking a ball on first and running after it like a dog so we're going to make it happen I think we've got a provisional date in the, in the diary for this 17th of July pretty soon 17th of July it's a Wednesday morning can't confirm the venue just yet technical legal reasons <laughs> but it will happen in the morning so we want a bit of info we want to work out though whether we've got We've got the lay of the land here, do you know what I mean? Because we're looking at ourselves and we're thinking, there's a market of at least two here. Yep. There's two guys that used to love their five-a-side, but just can't do it now because life's got in the way. Are you out there? I really hope this is the case. Hopefully, before Richie and I go and spend a lot of money on our card to book this court, <laughs> <laughs> tell us your name, the position that you play in, and the reason why, for whatever reason, you can't play football anymore. 8, 12, 15, let us know. the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. We were lamenting about the fact that... I mean, imagine that, right? Never playing five-a-side football ever again. Can you imagine that? Well, it's the situation that you and I were in when we took over this, this home-time show. I just thought we had to ride it off. That was it. But then over the weekend, after Bush was uh, talking about this, this, this concept of sneaking in sport, we talked about it on the show last week. We've, yeah. We thought, well, let's put on an early morning game and then this career is back on. So we've got provisional booking on the court on mm. the I've forgotten the date again. Seventeenth of July. I'll write it in. Seventeenth of July is gonna happen gonna in the turn morning. Up, aren't you? I promise I'll Can't turn just up. Just have me kicking around. Well listen, what we need is you uh, to tell us your name, what position you play in, and what stopped you from playing football. Chris says he was a centre forward and is now too busy with a tiny human bombing around the house and building a bar and patio in the garden. Well there's all stuff going on but his career in football's kind of ended or stalled. Literally keep an eye out for us because we'll help you out with this. Stuart LeRae, 40 next week. Striker, broke his ankle playing football and just gave up after that. That's sad. It's a sad story as it is here for Jack. He says, I play at the back. I've got a wand of a left foot. I can no longer play due to looking after my family. I played county level. He's played county level and he's given all that career up for <laughs> his family. Know. If they, if they were listening to this, they'd feel terrible on his I'm behalf. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. What, what they've put him through. Paul, centre-mid, tackles like Vinnie Jones, shoots like Scalzi. Our five-a-side team finally disbanded when only two people turned up. This was four years ago. I've now got a two-year-old and I'm two stone heavier. Sounds like a story on the front of a Take a Break magazine. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Steve Walder says, 55 years old, creative midfielder. I've run out of people to play with. They all packed up one by one until it was just me left. Imagine Steve just turning up on his own and just sighing and then get back in the car and driving home. <laughs> is anyone here this week? It, no, there's not. It's this awful. Is, if, if Steve, God forbid, if Steve was to pass on to the, the other side, his ghost would definitely turn up 
with his football kit. I'm Same time every sure. week, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It the would. ghost of Steve. <laughs> uh, my name is George. Listen to this harrowing story. My name is George. I'm a defensive midfielder. I'm new to this country. I don't have anybody to play with. George, if this game happens, and it's looking increasingly like it, it is. will... You're the person. Yes. Uh, Phil, hanging on to talk to us. Another tale of woe. Why can't you play anymore? Uh, so basically, I work for a virtual agency. I'm part of the work from home generation. And if I don't have an office, I don't have any office football. So that's pretty much put pay to my five-a-side football. Do you know what? This is a repercussion of, you know, we do the no office office party here yeah. on this show. I, that's Absolutely, something I didn't even yeah. think of. If you haven't got an office, you haven't got an office to play with in terms of team sports. That's terrible. Absol- oh. Absolutely, yeah. Phil, what can you bring to the game? What could you bring to the game positionally and in terms of footballing skills? Uh, uh, pretty much right back. Uh, love getting in, getting about, just putting my foot through a ball. So in five-a-side <laughs> terms, if you're playing as a right-back, you're one of the ones who gets clattered into the boards all the time. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. I think he kind of likes it. I think he does. <laughs> I think he kind of misses it. Throws himself <laughs> against the wardrobe in his, in his bedroom and it's just not the same. Well, Phil, look, if this game happens, I will happily clatter you. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a plan. Club card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Ten weeks of tickets continues all this week. We're giving away tickets to the excellent Cool Britannia Festival in Nebworth Park. Uh, playing at the weekend are James, Embrace, The Coral, Fun Loving Criminals, and tons more. All you need to do is take part in our amazing little competition we call Who Claims Wins, and we're going to speak to our first contestant right this minute now, and she's called Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Hi. Richie's going to guess what part of the world you're calling in through right now. Accrington. No. <laughs> oh, how far away is he, roughly? Quite far? Um, I, I don't even know where that is. That's a really <laughs> good point. I don't know where that is exactly either. It's, uh, it's Lancashire. Is it? Mm. Where are you actually calling from, Melanie? Um, Northamptonshire. Okay. Oh, it's not that far. I mean, fairly, fairly far, but still. Let's play games, play games. Let's go. Uh, we've got uh, Victoria on the other line. Victoria, um, just say Hello. Hello. Where is Victoria calling from, Richie Vaughan? The powers of her voice. Uh, South London. South London? Hi, Wickham, please. Hi, Wickham. That's not oh. bad. You are getting closer. We're kind of calibrating. Can we do this again tomorrow? This sounds really good. I'm Great up for game. that. Okay. Guys, stay there and let's get ready to play. Right. Uh, we're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Melanie, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Victoria, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less the Melanie. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. If they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they lose the tickets to the other player. It's the most fiendish part of the whole competition. Let's play Who's Claim Wins. Right, here we go. Melanie, we're looking for as many of the top 25 highest-grossing animated films as possible. How many do you think you can name in 30 seconds? Um, five. Five. Five from Melanie. Victoria, do you think you can name more, or do you want to challenge Melanie? Six from Victoria. I thought she was swearing then, but she's just saying a number. <laughs> uh, right, Melanie, uh, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge Victoria? Seven. Seven. Seven from Melanie. I see where this is going. Victoria, do you, can you name more or do you want to challenge Melanie? Um, eight. Eight from Victoria. Bidding war. back with you, Melanie. Uh, more or challenge? Uh, What's it going to oh. be? I need decision. 
Nine. Nine. Outrageous. From, <laughs> outrageous. From Melanie, I'm losing control of this. Uh, Victoria, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge? I'm going to challenge. challenge. Challenge, Melanie. 30 seconds, nine, go. Okay, um, Despicable Me 1, Despicable Me 2, um, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Find Nemo, um, Moana, Beauty and the Beast, um, Frozen, um, uh, Shrek, um, Shrek 1, Shrek 2, <laughs> Shrek 3, um, um, The Incredibles, The Incredibles 2, uh, time's up. Time's um, up. Time's ooh. up. Right, you went off like a train there. Let's see. She kind of sang them, and I kind of <laughs> like that. She did. It was a wonderful delivery. <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. The new Arsenal shirt for the new season was uh, unveiled this morning. That's one of those things in life that makes me feel like a kid again. You've been giddy about it today, I have you? all day. Just a new football shirt. For me, that will always make me feel like a kid. Ten-year-old Richie. Even showed me the video on it uh, and did that thing where he did swipe in with his index finger like like your mum showing you something. <laughs> swipe across, couldn't get it to turn sideways and play you out. You must have those things. Like, I mean, For me, a new football shirt being launched, yep. that transports me back to the excitement of youth. Like I'm telling you, you must have things that you see that just take you straight back to being a kid. My, mine's quite weird, actually, but I do stand by it. For me, it's a model village. A model village? I love a model village. It genuinely takes me back to the pure excitement of being a 10-year-old. <laughs> There's one in Babacombe, in, in, the, in Torbay, where I grew up. Yeah. And we went to a cracking model village in... Uh, uh, is it Borton on the Water in... in uh, Cotswolds. In the Cotswolds. You walk around the model village there... And it's a model village of the village that it is. Yeah. But within the model village, there's a model of the model village. That's amazing. It's model village inception. <laughs> a model village within a model village. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes me back to being a kid. I'll chuck in another thing. Go the on, sound then. of the ice cream van. Saturday oh. afternoon. There I am, adulting, painting a wall, painting it all day. Sweating and then cobs. I hear sweating cobs. Yeah. And then I hear the ice cream van come into the close. And I start tapping my own pockets going, have I got change? Have I got change? <laughs> it's like the 42-year-old equivalent of shouting, Mum, ice cream van, I need it's money. There. What would you go for instantly? If you're racing out into your, your cul-de-sac, what would you be getting? Oh, if it's an ice cream van, straight on Mr Whippy. Really not any of the lolly type stuff? No, no, no. If you want a lolly, go and get that from the, the supermarket and stick it in the freezer. Oh, they've got some great lollies these days, cider barrels, etc. But you're right, makes you feel like going back to being 10 years old. Yeah. I'll throw one more in the mix, right? Uh, something like when I see it, it takes me back to childhood. Bit of blue in a hedge. <laughs> Ripped up bit of blue in a hedge. Maybe down the side of a railway embankment, something like that. Straight back to being a ten-year-old. Never been so excited. <laughs> bit of detective work, putting it back together first. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, my mum telling me not to swing on my chair. I'm 43. She does it regularly. <laughs> it's an anonymous text. Maybe ah. it's the shame of being told off by your mum at 43. Love I don't it. know. But um, that exactly takes you back to that moment. Can I chuck another one in? Of course you can. Uh, for me, this is, this is like a bit of music. and I don't know if this works for anyone else, but this actually makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. It takes me right back to being a kid. I can almost picture the cinema in Bath where we went to watch not the first one but Return of the Jedi it's just the opening bit of the Star Wars theme see if this takes you back to being a kid just a little burst of it here we go <laughs> I could imagine that immediately oh 
little cinema in Bath. Maybe just been to the Wimpy beforehand as well. Absolutely love it. Star Wars. Uh, David in Liphook is, uh, we mentioned about the ice cream man, just still hearing that. You're immediately a kid again running out. See if you got the change. Yeah. He says, lads, with the ice cream man, get the best of both worlds. Ask for a witch's hat. Sorry, a witch's hat sounds like someone off the viz. <laughs> I'm not asking an ice cream man for that. He never parked down our street again. <laughs> Mr Whippy, upside down. Is it? That's what he's claiming. What, an inverted Mr Whippy? There's no point. <laughs> What's the point? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tom's got in touch, saying a puncture on the bike. Oh. <sighs> Yes. You could cycle to work these days, but you get a puncture, you're immediately just like, oh. Do you know what? I used to love puncture at the bike when I was a kid because you kind of went through the thing of going on your fours with your dad in the uh, dish bowl, yep. putting it in water and looking for bubbles, yep. marking it with a bit of chalk mysteriously That's as well. That's it, yeah. It happened to me, puncture on the bike, about three or four weeks ago. I could have cried. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I literally didn't know what to do. It's like, but what now? Can I chuck another one in? Please do. Smell of shopping precinct. That takes me back to being a kid. You know, when you go into a shopping precinct, you get a certain kind of smell. It makes you feel like you're about to get a Transformer toy. I yeah, I guess so, the more I think to, about it. To specify what I mean there. but You might have a, like a whiff of pick-a-mix as well. Something about thing. it, yeah. Smell of um, communal area. We're never, uh, never far away from food on this show. Uh, loads of you have been talking ice cream vans on this particular subject. Yes. Then we got onto the subject of a witch's hat. We're trying to clarify what that is. I'm not having it. Uh, Julian says it's it's like a lolly upside down, but with the ice cream cone turned upside down on it. So what you would get like a cider barrel lolly, for example, like proper lolly from the freezer, yeah. and then you would you do a Mister Whippy ninety nine thing, and they just slap that on top of it upside That's down. What they're saying is very confusing. And then another one here saying our ice cream van has a credit card reader. Right, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely. This is not what we're talking about, and it's ridiculous. It ends now. It ends right now. I dare. I don't want to say it. They've ruined it for themselves. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Song of the night so far. I'm looking optimistically for some kind of agreement here. I'll back you up on that. I think it is. Belter. Uh, Kasabian's Club Foot Monday Night's Home Time. It's Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Uh, so the other day on this show, Richie and I were lamenting the fact that life and kids and work has got in the way of being able to play five-a-side football anymore. We thought that was it for our five-a-side careers. But then we thought, no. We're not having that. So what we've decided to do, we have phoned up with our credit card and we've booked a five-a-side pitch at a leisure centre at an undisclosed location. It's happening on July the 17th. Here's the catch. We're doing it really early in the morning so we can sneak in a game of football before work. And we want you to come along as well. We want to know from you this evening, uh, what's your name? What position do you used to play in? And what stopped you playing football anymore? I think we may be close to having had enough people say, yeah, do you know what? This sounds like me. Yeah. To us releasing the funds from that card booking and it being cemented in. To go and actually give the leisure centre the three-digit security <laughs> number at the back of our car. We yeah. just thought we'd hold off until we got the numbers. An idea in numbers. For example, Nick Williams says, Nick the Flapper Williams, I'm a 39-year-old ex-goalkeeper, once known for making routine saves for a nine-year-old look like a David De Gea special. Love it. Now I struggle to see my own boots to tie them up. After gaining a load of weight, looking after a four-year-old and working the road as a salesman. Do you know what, I get a vibe from him that he wears tracky bottoms and gold. <laughs> 
And there's something I respect about a tracky bottom wearing goalkeeper. <laughs> uh, Bush Ritchie, I'm a 36 year old sweeper keeper who had to give up five aside because we couldn't get enough players. This is like a recurrent story tonight. Uh, would love to bring the contact lenses out of retirement for one last game. That's Scott in Swindon. It's contact lenses that killed my career. What happened? I can't wear them. I'm so squeamish with eyes. Yeah. I was letting goals in because I, I can't wear my glasses, but I can't wear contacts. I literally wasn't seeing the ball. See, the, I, the same thing happened to me where I got to a point where I was getting the ball taken off me all the time. And I was like, what's going on? My peripheral vision's terrible. And they're like, you have to get contact lenses. But you've <laughs> got to do it. And my life changed. Honestly, you feel like you had your eyes cleaned if you if you put contacts in and play if football. If this game comes off, and I think we we might as well give the old um, three-digit pin number over the over Let's the do, radio, We'll do it. We'll so. do it. I might have to wear ski goggles. Ski <laughs> goggles with glasses underneath them. Do you know what, right? I remember watching an Everton game and Richard Wright, our then keeper who used to play for Arsenal, yeah. his contact lens came out in the middle of the game. Imagine you imagine you in this situa- situation. The physio had to put his contact lens oh. in for him with his muddy finger from the pitch. That's why I retired. That's why he retired. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, we refer to it very quickly in the show today, as yeah. you would have heard, but um, I know we're going to get a lot of people asking, uh, what was your squash of the day? Uh, we never got the chance to review it properly on air, really. We what didn't. Did, what did you make of the fruit creations with Twice the Fruit, Zesty Orange and Mango? Well, we're doing it for a whole week. We're having this for the entire week of the show. I think it's a very, very strong start. Good fruity tones and fruity notes throughout and very full-bodied. Who do you think first thought, I'm going to mix an orange with a mango, because, I mean, they're geniuses, really. Well, the person who first invented it was Gary Squash, and that's what it, that's what it was named after. Gary Squash? Gary Squash invented squash. Where's he from? He's from Northampton. I did not know that. No, he's from Northampton. I thought Northampton was famous for cobblers. No, no, it's quite near to Accrington, uh, that kind of area, but yeah, he's from Northampton. Hmm. Nick, I might just have heard a load of cobblers. <laughs> <laughs> It's the podcast has officially come to an end. 